Welcome to the podcast, Becoming Goddess Again. I'm your host, Yogi Vanessa. I am a clairsentient psychic healer, kundalini yoga teacher, bioenergetic healer, and spiritual life coach. After writing my first book, Living in the Magic of Life, which you can find on my website, yogivanessa.com. This podcast was born out of my observation of the world around me, working with medicine women, shaman, and healers. I will continue to do this interviewing people from around the world so that we can all find our authentic voice. It is now our time to awaken and become conscious. Please comment below or check out my website, yogivanessa.com. Now let's get to the show. So as you all know, if you've been listening to my podcast, I really like to do this organically. This whole process came about organically, so I'm just going to continue being my authentic self and run it organically. And my next guest is proof of this organic flow that I'm in. I was in Detroit, Michigan over the summer at a family reunion, and I literally ran into this amazing woman, amazing goddess in my hotel. She is an author, a motivational speaker, and a philanthropist. She has a program that I met her because she was throwing a fundraiser for her program called The Treasure Within for young girls in their teenage years in Detroit, Michigan to help their self-esteem and raise their vibration. So truly this woman is out there helping young girls just like all of us should be. We all need to have a program where we're helping somebody, we're lifting someone else up because as we lift each other up, everybody will begin to lift up and that's how it starts. So I like leaders in their own way and this woman is by far a leader and she can probably teach all of us something. So let me welcome Lakina Folks to Becoming Goddess Again. I want to welcome you to Becoming Goddess Again. Oh, thank you. This is the podcast where we get to talk woman to woman, goddess to goddess, Mm -hmm. and we get to really hear about how you have been using all of your gifts to help others. Thank you. (laughs) And how we met. So basically, it was very coincidental or synchronistic I was walking into the hotel with my kids and you were having your event and Mm -hmm. I literally got pulled in the direction of I saw this sign discover the treasure within or the treasure within I was like Mm -hmm. these are my people who's here going on I want to be a part of it I don't even know what it is and then I walked over and you were there so can you tell me a little bit of your background and you know you can tell me about your marriage and your six kids <laughs> yes okay so um i have six children i'm married my oldest is 20 the youngest is seven so i have a 20 year old 18 year old uh 17 year old 12 but he'll be 13 next week then i have a Eight, he'll be nine next week too, and then a seven-year-old. Okay. Do they have the same birthday, the thirteen and the nine-year-old? Yes. Well, it's one day apart. Okay. So the, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so how do you keep all of that together? Um, well, I've had, you know, help in the past, um, you know, like a nanny to help. Um, my mother-in-law was tremendous with helping with the kids. Um, and I kind of just, I'm used to my life with kids and family. So I kind of know how to juggle, you know, working, school and kids. So it's like on days where I don't have any kids and they're just all gone. I'm like, what do I do? It's, you must have that feeling rarely, though. With six kids, don't you have always something to do? Yeah, but sometimes they're all gone, you know, so, but yeah. Yeah, you've got, you, you don't have any little ones. How old is your youngest? Um, well, my youngest is seven, seven years old. Seven, okay, so that's pretty young yeah. still. Yeah, he's young, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, so it's four boys, two girls. Okay. Girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, and then the rest boys. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. What a learning experience, huh? Yeah. Kids. So how did you find the time to write your book? Because that's how I met you. Your mm-hmm. book is called Why? A Young Girl's Search for the Truth. Yes. So I it took about four years um, with writing it, getting the chapters formulated, um, and then even the book, because it's based on a true story. Um, parts of the book I kind of stopped because it kind of still was formulating because it's basically about my life so it ended um the year and a half before I finished it and then I just was able to finish it um but yeah I just kind of worked on it some days it was long nights some days it was short and I have like a little journal book in my purse so as I'm driving or thinking I pull over write stuff down and then do it, uh, come to it later on. So that's a, about four years. And how did you get the drive to tell your story? Um, well, I kept getting a lot of people um, coming to me and saying, you know, you need to write a book, you know, because it's going to help women, young women, older women. I'm like, I really don't want to write a book. <laughs> and so I kept getting the urge and um, people coming to me just saying, it. I mean, I have even met them and they say, you need to write, write that book you know, and you need to do it now. And so, <laughs> you know, I say, okay, well, um, this is God just saying that I need to go ahead and write it because it's going to help some another woman, another little girl. So then I began to write it and I would have people read some of it and then it just helped them. So, you know, it, they just kind of gave me the push to like, you need to finish this out. Yeah. That's amazing. So you felt a lot of help from other people and even a higher power, let's call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so what exactly, you don't have to go into it too deeply, but what, what is it about your life that brought you to this moment today of you look healed to me, you look happy? Yes. Um, just going through life, um, not understanding why I'm going through certain things. And so as sometimes you go through stuff, sometimes you can get numb to it and just go through it. And so I began to, um, everything I went through, I just began to say, you know what, this situation here will be a testimony. I can help somebody else. I'll be able to tell somebody I overcame this. So I began to make sure that I overcame everything that I went through and just made it as a testimony and say, hey, 
all those things that I went through made me stronger. And it's um, motivation for other girls because I talk to young girls that no matter what you say you went through or how hard it is, you can overcome it because I went through a lot of stuff and I overcame it and look at me now. So um, no matter what, you know, your upbringing is or your surroundings, um, you can change your life, you know, by changing your thoughts, how you talk um, and just doing things differently and just using all of those things in the circumstance that you're in as a testimony, as to help other people and as motivation. Um, it's beautiful. And can, so tell me a little bit about what you do for girls. Okay. So I have a nonprofit. It's a girls empowerment program. It's called the treasure within. And so it's for, for girls is ages eight through 19. And so in the program, uh, we're talking about self-esteem um, and building self-esteem because self-esteem, if you have really low self-esteem, you, you're subject to do a lot of things, you know, that can be distasteful or, or allow people to do certain things because you don't value yourself. So we focus on self-esteem and building confidence and instilling the girls their worth and their value because I believe in through my own going through, um, especially once I knew my worth and value, I began, it really helped change my life because I didn't put up with certain things. I didn't do certain things because now I know who I, I, I know who I am. So we teach them their value, their worth, uh, that you're royalty, you're beautiful, you're queen, and you don't let anyone do, do whatever they want to do. You, you tell a person how to treat you. You demand respect. You demand, um, you know, your, your worth. So we teach them that. That's amazing. That's amazing for any girl to learn. I didn't have that growing up. Yeah, I don't know if you did. It's, it was hard to learn. It's it still was. hard to learn. Yeah. I'm like, if I had this program that I have, I would be so <laughs> far better. If I just had someone to just tell me my worth and my value and that I'm a queen and that I'm royal. Like once you understand that and that you're beautiful, you don't need someone to validate you. Once you change your mindset about yourself, you know, it's a total life change, life changing experience. It's so dignified. Yes. And it really does change the whole perspective for a person, especially when they're interacting with anyone else. Mm -hmm. How do you want people to treat you? And how do you want to treat other people? But you have to sort of command it, right? You have to like, yeah. like a queen, she, you know, she commands her. She people. commands it. She declares whatever she said her mouth is it's a done deal. She declares, she decree it, and people listen. And if women knew that, you know, they're working their value and that you're your queen, you know, demand demand it and demand your king. Totally. I love that shirt. I gave it to my husband. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. yeah. He wears he it all it. the time. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Picture with him morning so he, we can post oh, it. Oh, I will. I'll do that. Yeah. I will, I'll wear mine and he'll wear his. Okay. Um, so what's the connection between your faith and this service that you're, I mean, it's, this is a big service. I'm sure you know that mm -hmm. yeah. having six kids, you know what a, what a benefit you're doing for, for people, your community. Mm -hmm. um, so how did you have that connection to, to want to do that? I mean, you're so busy already. 
I know. So, you know, I felt, you know, a urge, um, a push within me to create it. And really, you know, one moment I was, it was actually a thought and it said the church within, you know, and I feel like it was, you know, God just saying, you know, like literally he just gave me the whole plan. Like you to teach girls who they are, their value in the work, the treasure that they have in them. They just don't know what it is. So you have to pull it out of them. So like in the program, we talk to the girls, we get like what, what it is in them and we're pulling things out of them that they didn't even know they have. Like we're, we're doing the program now. So it's girls in a program that's like great poets. And we're like, oh my God, they come up with so good stuff. You know, they're um, singers and um, we're finding out all these great things that they're doing that they really didn't know that they had. So we're pulling literally those hidden things that's in them and just pulling it out. You know, some have businesses, you know, say we're going to help you create your own business even while you're young at 13 years old, you know, because they have great ideas. But if you have no one to motivate you or pull it out or help cultivate it, you know, it just sits and lies dormant like a treasure in a treasure box. If no one takes it out, they don't know what's in there. They don't know what what is worth. And so they polish the diamond or polish the gold. So we take those things out, those jewels that's in the girls and polish them up. So the world can see them and then they know their value and their worth and that the treasure lives within them because you're royal, you're royalty. How did you come up with that? Um, do you feel like it's from a past life or do you like you just cultivated that idea in your own mind? Yeah, because I, I went through a season of very low self-esteem and not feeling, not knowing my worth and value. And, um, one day in deep meditation, it just came to me, you're royalty. And from there, I said, I am royal. I'm royalty. And I stuck with that. And that helped me in just speaking those words and studying royalness and, and royalty and just all of that. It just, it just helped me, you know, to really understand my worth and value and that you don't have to settle. And how did you learn to meditate? Um, well, I always, as um young girl um would just meditate and just think and just pray um and so I always you know because I'm quiet I'm still and I'm just and I listen so in the quiet place it's where ideas formulate you know you know when you're just meditating so I just kind of yeah nobody taught you to do it nobody taught me how to do it I just I just do it. <laughs> wow, you must have been a yogi in a past life or something. <laughs> Meditating does not come naturally to most people. Really? Really? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a gift. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So what is your relationship to your faith? Um, well, I have very strong faith. Um, um, faith in God and through my faith is what helped me come out of and go through what I went through and not um go crazy just having that that faith and that trust that I am somebody and that I'm just going through life and when I'm when I'm done being made you know I'll be a, a real real good queen <laughs> yeah so um yeah so my faith and God that's what really um helped me what does the voice of God sound like to you? Um, it's quiet. Like, is it like your voice? 
like your intuition guiding you or do you feel like it really is something else? No, it really is something else. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. And how did you get led to, or what is your secret, I guess, for lifting mm-hmm. other women like Christina or like, how do you treat people that you're around? Cause you seem to have a lot of friends and a lot of help and a lot of support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just kind of what I did for myself. I just teach them and say, Hey, you're valuable. You're worth more. So even when it's in business, you know, um, I do business coaching on the side too. So I tell them, your price is your price. You're worth it. You know, so you know your value and your worth in your own business. You know, if the, if a person and customer don't want to pay it, then you can find somebody else. Why? Because you know the service you bring to the table. So I teach that in business that you have to know your worth and value in business and stand strong in, in what you say and believe it and have confidence. So it's confidence in yourself, confidence in your business, if you're a business owner, um, and just in confidence and just everything that you do you have to have confidence in it and so um you know i treat everybody kind you know give me anything i'm always there uh need to talk i'm there um tips on different things i'm there so and so what inspiration do you draw from your own life or for yourself every day to get up being like this acting like this or like, how do you know, right when you wake up, who you are? Do you have a goal that you're going towards? Or what, what is it that you get created into every single day? So one of the motivations is um, my children, you know, wanting to um, leave a legacy for them, um, creating generational wealth for my offspring. Um, motivation um, also because as a young girl, I always wanted to be a role model to other young girls. So, at you know, I did really good in school at like 16. I want, said I wanted to be in forensic medicine, discover um, the cures, why people die, cut them open. And for me, yeah. So for me, it wasn't a lot of women in that field. It wasn't a lot of African-American women in that field. So I figured like, okay, yeah, I could be a role model with this. You know, one of the first to do it, I'll graduate medical school by the time I'm 30. I'll be doing my thing. I'll be young. So I wanted to be a role model. I always did. But I didn't know my desire to be a role model would take a twist. And I had to go through a whole lot of things. But I still am because I'm still young. And, you know, accomplish a lot. You know, I have my master's degree, um, have multiple different businesses. So I'm still able to be that role model that I wanted to be, but in a different way than what I thought that it would have been. So um, I just strive to do that and to show other girls that um, no matter what you go through in life, that does not depict who you are. And you decide who you can be. You can change your your world. You can change your life by changing your thoughts, what you think, how you act, and how you perceive things. Because we all can go through, we can go through the same thing, but you may have a different outcome than me. Because, you know, say, you know, a person grows up in, in a drug-infested home, and that, that two children, one child can say, hey, I'm not going to be like my family. I'm going to be something. They can be successful. But then the other sibling can say well because my family was like this now they're hooked on drugs so you can decide to change your life by what you want and what you what you you know desire and and in your thoughts as well just thinking and knowing that 
you can do it and you're more than wherever you are. And long as you keep that faith and trust in yourself and believe in yourself, then you can do whatever you want to in life because our minds and our brains are powerful things. It's a powerful function or a powerful thing in our body, our minds and our brains. And you can do anything you put your mind to do. You know, so many times I wanted to give up, but something in me wouldn't let me. And I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to overcome it. And I did it. And so every time you did that, did it give you a new belief in yourself and a belief that you could change your thoughts? So every time. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so then I realized early on that if I believe in it and I believe in myself, I can do it. I can do anything despite someone, you know, because I was in a very toxic relationship marriage and, you know, my husband at the time would say things. I don't know why you're in school. You're stupid and dumb. You never graduate. But I said to myself, I'm not going to let what he say stop me. I'm going to graduate, even though I was at the time in college with three kids. So I got good grades, went to school, and I didn't stop what was going on at home, stop my future. And I said, I'm going to do it. And on top of getting a bachelor's, I'm going to get a master's degree in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. And I did it. Because I believed in myself, even though I was around negativity every day, had to go home to a bad environment every day. I didn't let that stop me. With kids, so I didn't. Let that. Was it the kids that really motivated you at that time, or was it that it, something inside of you? It was both. So it was both, and also to prove a point that because you're saying something, I'm not going to let that happen. So I wanted to prove a point as well. <laughs> so you're stubborn. <laughs> yeah. In a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Amazing stories. So what is it like to truly be a queen and live in your queendom? Well, being a queen to me is just knowing your worth, your value, knowing the weight of your words, knowing that when you speak something, which is like declaring like a queen would do, that is done and is so. And you're just taking a stance on what you believe, you, you value yourself. You know who you are and you don't need validation from anyone else to say who you are. Long as you know who you are and you say you're a queen, then you're a queen. It doesn't matter if someone say you're not a queen. No, I am a queen and you're going to treat me as such. And that's not being cocky or being sadity. It's just knowing who you are and that you're going to demand respect, honor, you know, give honor where honor is due. So you're doing things honorable. People should honor what you do, you know, what you say, um, have a dignity, you know, um, have an integrity yourself. All those things are things that queens, you know, we possess, you know, very poised, you know, not just rowdy, um, have a control of your emotions, which is a very um, big thing. And as women, men always say we're emotional. So as a queen, you got to know how to contain and control your emotions. You can't be all over the place. One minute you're acting crazy, the next next minute you're mad, the next you're just super depressed. You gotta maintain it all, um, and just knowing that you're you're royalty and that you're valuable. So speak a little bit more about that that aspect of being royalty, yeah. and how you can feel it inside yourself, no matter what's going on outside. So when you know that you're royalty. Um, you're going to be demand to be treated as such. 
And once again, it's not being cocky, but you're not going to allow anyone to walk over you or to mistreat you or to devalue you because you value yourself. So if someone begins to uh, be disrespectful, um, devalue you, um, try to make you feel worthless, then that's uh, a person, um, an atmosphere you just need to walk away from because you know who you are. So you don't even have to entertain it because obviously that other party is going through something. You know, people, you know, it's a saying, hurt people, hurt people. So if somebody else is hurting and they say, oh, you think you're all that. Oh, you're not this, you're not that. You know, I've, I've gotten that before. I don't even respond because I don't need to. I don't need to validate myself. And when you know who you are, you're doing good things, people will, will say those things for you. Because why? You, 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 you make a, a name for yourself. You, you know, people, when they say, um, who is Vanessa? Oh, Vanessa is the bomb. She is this. She got it going on. She's together. You can't say anything about Vanessa. You're not talking about the same person I know, <laughs> you know? So um, that's just being a queen. When you, when you think of a queen, Queen Diana, Queen Elizabeth, you know, you say, those are queens, you know? So it's just knowing your value, your worth, um, and knowing that you're just, you're valuable and you're, you're royalty. And when you know that, once again, a person who's royal, they're going to dress a certain way. They're going to walk a certain way. They're going to talk a certain way. They, you know, are not going to go to certain places. Why? Because they know who they are. You know, you do things differently once you know who you are, you don't put up with the same toxic things or go into those bad um, places because now you know who you are. That's just, that's just the, the main thing. You know, you're royalty and you're valuable. And so what, do you, what can you say to somebody who wants to feel that way within themselves but you know, sometimes, especially as women, we are our own worst critic. Yes. And so what do you say to those women out there that are that, that they want to feel royal, they want to feel like a queen, but they, they just think that that's impossible for them? Well, I feel that nothing is impossible. Whatever you put your mind to do, you can do it. And we are overcomers. And as women, you know, we are strong. We bear a lot. Um, we can hold it together in some real tough situations. And sometimes we don't know how tough we are until we actually come out of it. It's like, wow, I went through that. So it's about speaking to yourself because a person and people around you may not say good things. They all could be negative. And I, and I don't do things. I don't tell people or women to do things that I never done myself, you know, so I'm that testimony that I've been in this situation. I've had this happen and this is how I overcame it. And this is what I did in that moment. So, you know, in one um, case, when I was married before, every day, it was like eight years, I was told, you're stupid and you're dumb. You're nothing. Every day. And I was in college. I was in school. You know, he was, I don't know why you're in college. I don't know why you're in school. You're never going to graduate. You're stupid. You're, you know. I had all of that and undergoing abuse during that time, but I did not let what he said about me depict my future and what I thought of myself. And I said, I am smart. I got really good grades in college. Having at that time, I had three children. I was pregnant with my 
third when I was in when I started college, undergoing abuse and being attacked every day at home. I was told, well, you in college now, um, house better be clean, kids together. If anything lack, you just need to drop out. So I had to make sure I had everything in place. Still be in school, still get good grades, still study, undergoing all of that. So when people say I can't do college, it's no excuse. No excuse at all. So I went through that. Um, and so what I made in my mind, I said, okay, you said I'm not going to graduate college with my bachelor's. So not only I'm going to graduate with my bachelor's, I'm about to throw a master's on it too. So I got my <laughs> master's degree. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to prove a point. You can't tell me who I am because you're not the creator of me. You cannot tell me how my life will go. I tell myself how my life will go. And although I'm in this situation, I won't be in this situation forever. So I made in my mind um, what I was going to do. So if you believe in yourself, if you talk to yourself and encourage yourself, you can do anything. It doesn't matter what everyone else around you are saying. It doesn't matter if they're saying the negative stuff. You try and get away from them, but sometimes you just can't. It could be your spouse. And you may hear it every single day, but you have to say something positive to yourself to, to counteract what, he, what that other person is saying. So it's, it's just speaking to yourself and saying things. I am smart. I'm beautiful. I'm royalty. I'm queen. As you keep saying it every day, it's going to get in you. As you keep saying it every day, you'll start to believe it. As you start saying it every day, you start to change. You start to think, how can I better myself? How can I get out of this situation? Um, I am beautiful. So you may feel ugly, someone saying that you're ugly. I was told I was ugly, that I would look like a dog <laughs> every day. So I dealt with self-esteem issues. I thought at a moment that I just looked like a man with hair because <laughs> I always had long hair. Like when I looked at myself in the mirror, I didn't see beautiful. And so I had to wrap my mind around and say, no, I am beautiful. I am beautiful. And I had to keep saying that. I am beautiful until I begin to believe it myself that I am beautiful. Because when you don't believe it, you'll play into that. So when I didn't think I was beautiful, I dressed it like the old lady. I didn't care. Because I was someone who said I'm ugly, so I thought I'm ugly. But then I had to say, no, I'm beautiful, because other people would say, oh, you're so pretty. And I'd be like, I am? So I had to look in the mirror and say, you know what? I am beautiful. I, I am. And then I began to change. I began to dress different. I began to uh, do my makeup again. I began to change and go back to how I used to be before I was with this person. So it's all about what you say to yourself and you speak it to yourself and you believe it in yourself and not allowing what others say about you to change you. That's amazing. It's so true. And it's so beautiful to hear you say that it's the small things, the small changes when you're talking to yourself that begin to change. You start with the way you dress, then you start with the way that you are receiving information from outside of you. And then you start confirming what you're telling yourself. It's so true. Thank you so much, Lakina, for this. That was beautiful. And I cannot wait until we get to talk again. Okay, yes. All right. All right. I'll Have see you again here in Detroit. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a plan. Yes. yes. All right, my love. Have a beautiful day. You too. Thank Bye -bye. you.
let's thank Lakina for being here. I thank all of you for being here. And as always, please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast so that more people can benefit from all the work that we're all doing, that we're all working towards in our lives, and that we're all working towards on this planet. We are waking up, friends, and we need as many people to join the party as possible. Thank you so much and have a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.